0: Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay, Stay on, on Target.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts.
0: You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This is the first week in a while that's just been the two of us. It has. It is. And uh, it's not a movie review either. Yeah. That's pretty wild. That's pretty crazy. It's been a summer full of movies.
1: Chalk full of movies. Yep. Some of them I'm glad I saw. Well, all of them I'm glad I saw. Yeah, yeah. Some of them I wasn't as pleased with them as others.
0: Yeah, there were some disappointments. There were some uh, s- some pleasant surprises as well. Yeah, do we have anything else left in the summer? So the only thing that I saw, uh, at, what is it? Ab is No, not abs- uh, uh, the one about the guitar. Um, oh. Um, uh, what is that called? Kuba and the Two Strings. That's right. Yeah. Or is it Kubo? I don't or even cu- know. Something like that. I Kubo. Think I think Kubo. that's next week if we wanted to review next week? it.
1: Hmm. Mm. I don't even know what's going on next. So week.
0: So we will talk about that after yeah, we'll, the podcast. We'll figure that out. We'll we'll get back to you, everyone. On is that really one. the only thing left? That's really the only thing that I uh, until that I have, Star Wars until later this year. Yeah, there's there's a lot in the fall, kind of, but like other like than what? that, I, well, actually, let me let me pull it up and see what's coming, John, Chris. I don't know. <laughs> let me see. Is there another Marvel? When does when is um?
1: Is there another Marvel movie?
0: Well, there's Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. No, that no, one no, I'm no, super pumped about.
1: Well, I mean, I, I'm a, I'm kind of pumped about it.
0: Dude, I'm super pumped about
1: that. One. I'm not super pumped about
0: I'm it. I'm very pumped.
1: Let me tell you why I'm not super pumped about it. Number 1. Okay, actually, okay, I like the fact that it's David Yates. Oh yeah. Okay. Um he directed all the the Harry Potter films from um like the final like five Harry Potter films. Right. So I like him. This is the first screenplay written 100% by J.K. Rowling. I'm excited. Not excited about that. Really? I don't know yet, but f- from what I've seen in the trailers, I'm not impressed Dude, by what I've seen or heard.
0: I've been pretty impressed.
1: I don't like the scale of it. Like, so, I think David Yates does a lot better whenever he doesn't have CG everywhere.
0: That That is very possible, uh, where it's kind of a, a closed-off story. But we don't know what kind of a story this is. I do know, like, okay. I'm also... So thinking about the on, early movie. Hang on, hang on. Let, let me do my last okay, one.
1: Go ahead, go ahead. I'm also not impressed by the casting, not a Colin Farrell fan. Yeah, it looks like he plays a big role in this. And from again from the trailers, I'm just like, ah, I don't know. It's if always I hard this for person. me to
0: separate like Colin Farrell from Colin Farrell. Exactly. Like, I mean, he always me just, too. He, it's it's hard for me to think of him as anybody besides him.
1: Which is fine. You know, you think about somebody like like Bruce Willis is the same thing. Yeah, you know, he plays the same guy. Yeah, but I don't want him like you know playing somebody in Harry Potter because like, then it's just Bruce Willis and Harry Potter. Right.
0: Like for example, <laughs> Looper. I mean mm. you, you think about uh, oh what's his face uh, uh Joseph Gordon levitt yeah he was basically playing a young Bruce Willis yeah like it was you know I mean he did a good job with it he did a great job with it yeah but it wasn't like they were playing the same character it was that he was playing Bruce Willis
1: I mean yeah I mean, that makes more sense than that one because he's yeah. a younger version of that's
0: true you know, you're right but yeah I mean it's, is it, it, like you take Robert that you're, you're right oh' that yeah, was a dude, crazy movie that was a wild movie have you ever did you ever think about like watching it backwards? Like, to where, like, it the, mm. the world aged uh, and, and he aged normally. That'd be weird, though. It'd be, it was, like, it'd be very strange. Because
1: then the story wouldn't make any sense. Right.
0: Like, I remember after I finished that movie, I was like, well, what would it be like if I just skipped back through this thing? Yeah. And then, you know.
1: I'm sure someone's done it out there. I could probably just, like, get on Vimeo and find it. But one thing like I always guy. wanted to do was take Pulp Fiction and rearrange it in the way it was actually, like, uh, um, supposed to be. Linearly,
0: mm, mm. that's another one where you're like, oh, but, but it works. Like that one yeah. works. Like whereas Benjamin Button wouldn't work. Like no. the story just doesn't doesn't wouldn't work that way. So what were you saying about Fantastic Beasts? Oh, Fantastic Beasts. I mean, like I'm. I think like. The stuff in the trailers that we've seen that's like the giant world, right? Yeah. I'm hoping that this movie... So, it took a while for Harry Potter, like the original film franchise specifically, to really get its legs under it as far as like, what is this world? Like, yeah. the first like two movies were basically kind of setting up this thing. And they all, all had these elements of like, oh, let's add this in, let's add this in. But by the time David Yates came along... Mm-hmm. It was basically already like all of the exposition of like what is the world, what is Hogsmeade, what are what are these locations, what are you know where where are we in terms of that? What is the political struggle? Like all of those things were already pretty predefined by the time he came along. So he told like the very focused story of Harry versus Voldemort, you know, and then the friends as, as well. He had that that going on because like from the movie he came on and was whenever Voldemort came back. Yeah, um, spoilers I guess for that franchise, <laughs> but. Gosh was that a decade ago now?
1: I mean, so Big Bang Theory, if you, this is another spoiler, so be ready. A for few, Big Bang Theory or for uh, no. for Harry Potter? For Harry Potter, a few seasons ago, um,
0: spoiled the fact that Dumbledore
1: dies. That
0: is a spoiler, Chris. So that was a, uh, I remember reading that book and I read that book, obviously, and that was, it was, it was a shocker in the book. But like, I don't know, man. Like, I can't imagine going into that movie. Because that movie was, like, they deliver it. The way it de- is delivered in the movie is just so abrupt and shocking. And you're just like, what? Um, yeah, I can't imagine going into that movie blind without having, like, known that or, like, reading that.
1: I'm also disappointed, John, the fact that they're using the theme from the Harry Potter. Like, the prologue theme. So,
0: I think most people associate that theme with Harry Potter. Yeah. That's why I don't like it. Like, the, the actual character of Harry Potter. But I, I don't know. Like, it, it could turn into, like, oh, this is just the the Wizarding World, like, the, the Harry Potter universe. It's that universe's theme. Because, like... Is John Williams doing the soundtrack for this? I don't know. That's a good question. Because
1: this is the thing. Like, I liked what he did, you know, with Star Wars, where, you know, like, you hear... Like, okay... Let's go back to episode one. You don't really like. You kind of hear like familiar themes. You don't get Darth Vader's theme till like episode three, whenever he turns into you know Darth Vader. Just some Darth Vader-y things. You get Luke's theme because that's the most you know like um not John Williams. Oh, sorry.
0: No, no, no. It's it, the new one is not John Williams as as the composer. didn't John Williams do the other one? Yeah, yeah. He did. He did. Well, he did up, up until a certain point. Or was yes. it James Newton Howard? Um, Gosh dang it. No, it was it was John Williams. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're right. You're correct. It was John. You sure? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah.
1: Okay. okay. So, but um, anyway, so like, I liked what he did, you know, like with the prequels in Star Wars. And I liked what he did in the Force Awakens, you know, where like you see hints, you hear hints of like the main Luke theme, you know, whenever like you you kind of see a connection, you know, and we don't know what those connections are yet, you know, with Ray and his saber and all this other kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, but but he also like. You know he doesn't hit you right right off the bat in the face with, um, I guess you know you get the opening crawl theme which is just kind of Star Wars-y, but I don't know this is not Harry Potter.
0: Yeah, see, but it's like different. Thinking about uh, so Harry Potter like th- this is where Harry we Potter's get into not in this movie at all, Chris. This is where we get into the fact that like okay, so Harry Potter as a story, it sure it was a, about this world and about this thing, but it was a very uh, co- like. It's a very singular story about right him. about one person. But that's what I mean. Yeah, and so like everything with those movies, you could uh, you could technically associate right now with one person. But like branching outside of that, it's like this is while maybe it wasn't intended to be like Harry's theme. Um, yeah, but there's
1: like Lily's theme and there's Hagrid's theme and like there's other things in there. But if I
0: think about when that the uh, that specific music would play yeah harry was never on screen right off the bat like it was at the intro like as, as you're going through the clouds and then like you kind of come on whatever scene they have you come on and then at the end of the movie yeah. it would always do it right into the credits um i mean they would do it other times too it would come in and out in and out but i think like maybe those were the transition i would have to go back and watch again i'll have to pay attention next time I i'm watch. sure harry was on the screen at some
1: point i'm sure
0: he was at some point chris
1: you're right, the thing. right but my point is
0: i associate it with harry potter and it's not a harry potter movie that's true and that's where, like, this is why I'm super excited to see how this one works out, because it's in that world, and if it has legs, it has legs. If it doesn't have legs, it doesn't have legs. Yeah. But, um, like, nostalgia will only carry it so far, mm-hmm. because our nostalgia is for specific characters within that specific world, and this is, uh, you know, across an entire ocean. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's set on a completely different continent. Yep. Um, well, and I'm okay so, with that. I mean, no, absolutely. But I'm just saying like we, the nostalgia, we, we won't see Hogwarts and then go, Oh yeah. And that yeah, won't cloud yeah. our view of whether or not we like this or not. Right. You know? So I think uh, I, I'm okay with them playing on that, that soundtrack a little bit um, because, because of that to like kind of get me in those ways. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man, we'll see. We'll see how it is. I'm excited for it. I think, like, I didn't expect it whenever I first saw the very first trailer for it. I didn't expect to see it. And then all of a sudden, whenever I saw it, it was in the theater. I can't remember what movie I was seeing, but I remember watching it and going, oh my gosh, this is real. I'm so amped about this. (laughs) Um, And we've discussed before where, like, I just, like, in my brain, um, I just want to experience more and more stories in that. Universe because the lore and like the even the things that we find out about in the Harry Potter books and movies, like that, it's so deep and it's so well crafted that I kind of just want more and more of that. And so, if this is that, that's great. If it's poorly delivered, eh, we'll see. I mean, I'm
1: I'm just still so tied to Harry Potter's story, I don't know that I care about the universe, you know, in a larger sense, hmm. in the same way, like. So it's different, you know. You think about something like um, J.R. Tolkien's um, world he created with the Hobbits and then Mm -hmm. Lord of the Rings. Like that's something like it has so many characters in it, and like you transfer like the story from Bilbo to Frodo, right? That that universe is different, you know. Like
0: yeah, and then so it took. I guess you watched the movies first, correct? Yes. And so I watched the first. Like I watched up. I think the first three movies and then read the books from there. Um, and I experienced them all through the books and the books do introduce far more than the movies do. Like if you, if, if, if you focus on like what that core story is, sure it's about them, but like perspectives change and things like that in the books. And I think that whenever they started changing perspectives from just being like, from harry's point of view into being from other points of view and showing you what's going on elsewhere like that's whenever things really like opened up and i remember the first time that happened it was kind of jarring in the book where i was like oh that's weird because i thought this was a story about harry and why are we focusing on this character and uh and then as it kind of went on and through the next like three books i think they they did it for three books or so i was like oh it actually works quite well, but it never like switched hard. It was always like just the the first like chapter was from a different point of view, and then it was the rest was Harry and that sort of thing. So I totally get it. I just don't know. I mean, I'm 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 more into just finding out more about this world, Chris. Mm. I want it.
1: All right. I want it. Well, good luck to you. Anyway, there's a conundrum though.
0: What is the conundrum?
1: I mean, obviously we'll have to watch this when it comes out. Yeah. So we'll review it night of. So I don't. I don't have this option. Hmm. But I originally, so they're releasing the screenplay alongside the movie. I would almost like to like, hmm. read the screenplay first and then re- watch the movie.
0: Interesting. But I can't do that. We should just bring the, the book to the movie and just read along.
1: Well, the movie comes out on the 18th, hmm. so we'll probably see it on the 17th. You're right. And, and then the book probably comes out the 18th? The book comes out the 19th. Oh,
0: gosh. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, so we won't have that option. No. But... We will include whether or not we think that you should do that in our review. Oh, whether or not we wish we had read it before we saw it. Yeah, uh, that's, I don't
1: know that I'll care at that point.
0: I will find out, Chris. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying we're going to we find out. How we get on this? I don't know. We were talking about what's coming up this year, and that was a big oh, one yeah. on my oh, list. Is there anything else? Oh, I don't know. I I, I pulled down like i ch- am <laughs> not on my list anymore, Chris. I'm curious. I don't know. I mean, Doctor Strange, right? Doctor Strange, yeah. When it, Doctor Strange it comes
1: out later, like November um, or something like that.
0: I don't know. Obviously, don't Rogue One.
1: Here. Yeah. There's a uh, at this point. Whenever this airs, there will be a a new trailer that we'll talk about next week. We are recording this a day early on Wednesday. Um, So Rogue One. I don't know, man. I, I like think that's November that, that's movie that's kind month. Of it. Usually, there's a bunch of movies in November, and right. I don't know that there are this time.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think there are because, like, I mean, Star Wars—that's not until December. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. We've had kind of a a what a summer a, a movie summer, yeah, basically. So basically, yeah, almost
1: so much that I don't know what to talk about on this podcast anymore.
0: That's true. But I do want to know what you've been up to
1: lately. So let's talk about
0: that. All right. So. Actually, I've actually been up to a lot. Like when I was thinking earlier today, I was like, "What am I going to say on the podcast?" Because I mm. get the deer in the headlights a mm-hmm. lot. Um, anyway, but I, I finished Quantum Break. Um, you finished it. Finished it. How long did it take you? Um, a good solid twenty-five, thirty hours. Okay, I think grand total. So,
1: are like, are you ready to like review this thing? Is this um, a mini review?
0: I could review it.
1: Yeah, let's just I, talk I could about, review. So a spoiler-free review. And then you can give us scorpion. at Spoiler free review is Or I can play it and then we review, do a do a mm, proper review.
0: Mm, mm. Which would you rather do? It's your call.
1: I, mean, I wouldn't mind to do a proper review. We're late
0: anyway. Okay, as it let's is. do let's do a proper review. It. Okay. I'll just give you my my uh like tips yes. going in. Okay, okay, give me your tips going into so quantum break. The tips going into quantum break, play it on hard. First, right off the bat, just okay. to find out.
1: Is it just too easy?
0: Um, so I started it again on hard because there's like an achievement for being on hard. And I was like, oh, I could just, you know, blow through this on hard. And yeah. it, it, it doesn't feel like it's that much okay. harder on hard. The only thing is like I have like the upgrades, they hold over. Uh, um so like i have a fully upgraded guy so you're playing through on hard right now right and it's like it's it's, i'm almost done with it again so i mean and so yeah i mean you can you can do it you can restart at any point like you restart and replay any of the things i really enjoyed uh the the way that they present the game um to where you can do the acts and each section of the act uh again like at any point like if you missed a collectible or if you missed like an upgrade thing you can always just go right back in and do it again um the choices you make along the, the line like I, I'm very um, interested to see what you choose um, I'm playing through it on the opposite side this time as well on hard so I'm playing through it on hard again another but there's like there's there's branching paths and so I'm mean, interested like you, to see you're what choices evil are good no it's like it's it's more like they influence um, some of the background stuff of like what you interact with and who you interact with and what what scenes you potentially see and what scenes you don't see? Are you you mean in the TV show part? No, in oh. the game and the TV show. In both, um, there are there are some really cool moments um, that I don't know if I would have experienced. Like I'm, that, I'm not experiencing the second time around. And there are other moments where I'm like, man, I wish I would have seen that the first time around. Weird. Dude. Um, so there, there's that. And uh, well,
1: if what you're saying is true, it almost makes makes it seem like I should play this on normal. And then go back through and hard
0: again. You could like do you that, but again, because you can start at any point, you can literally uh, start from the, where the the branch happens. And do you then know where it happens? It. Yeah, it says like it tells you, um, tells you when it's happening. You're like it's fairly obvious. There's there's only of these choices. There's only a few of them throughout the game, and they're like bigger things, and and you can kind of they give you, like, a preview of what might happen if you choose this way, and then a preview of what might happen if you choose that way, and so, like, depending on what you choose, depends on what actually happens, Hmm. so... um, It's really weird. It's really a great, like, a great game. I love the gameplay. The gameplay of this thing is really fun. I almost wish they would have done more with it right mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. Like um the powers that you have, that sort of thing, they culminate to these moments and like they at the end of it, I was just like, yeah, this is awesome. This is awesome. And then a boss happens and then it's over. And I was just kind of like, ah, I kind of wish that there was like one more. Mm-hmm. Like one more where you're just like wrecking people. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um but other than that, like that's my only critique of the of the the gameplay in the game. Again, the story. The characters right off the bat weren't super likable. I liked them a lot better about the second act. Like By the end of the second act, I was like, no, nah, these people are cool. Yeah. Um, but after that initial like introduction of these people, you're like, I don't know if I like any of them, um, but you'd kind of do after the fact. So. All right. Once you've invested.
1: I'm looking forward to it. Dude,
0: I'm amped for you to play it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I've also been watching some Olympics. Mm, yeah. The Olympics. Yes. They're a thing.
1: They're taking over everything right now.
0: I like it it's 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 every like 2 years because I do the winter olympics as well but like every every couple of years whenever the olympics happen it's just like man well i know what i'm doing <laughs> you know um yeah. but uh but yeah so i've been doing that and uh playing some rocket league that sort of thing in the in the interim whenever i'm not doing either one of those things so nice. how about you chris
1: um yeah i haven't really been playing anything recently which is uh depressing but i've been watching i fin or i uh i finished the first season of bloodline nice it ended I was shocked by the ending, and uh, so I'm launching into season two. Bloodline. Remind me, which uh, which show is this? This is one with Kyle Chandler on Netflix. Netflix original. Okay,
0: I'll have to watch it then. Yes,
1: it's good. Um, yeah, like it was. Uh, it, like it's the first season. At least it's like an onion, and it just like peels layers away.
0: Mm, mm. That's the
1: way that David Wilkinson, who was on the podcast last or two weeks ago, described it to me. And what if he was you correct. don't
0: like? Or potentially are, like, you know, just just not into onions? What if you just, like, you see I mean, an onion was, and I you mean, immediately
1: was, walk the other direction? It was a metaphor. So, <laughs> you don't have to like onions. <laughs> <laughs> How about a croissant? That has layers. Sure. It's like a, it's like a, a buttery croissant. Actually, no. Because... The insides are not buttery.
0: No, oh, the insides
1: are not buttery. They're
0: oniony. They're oniony. Un- <laughs> I don't. I don't know if
1: you're selling me on this show. I'm with the, not not in a okay, ELC. Just watch it. <laughs> You'll get hooked.
0: Okay, I'll watch. How how many episodes before
1: 12, I get hooked? Twelve. Well, before you get hooked, I mean, yeah. I, th- I think you at least get to the second or third episode. Okay, and you're hooked. Okay. Like I, I mean, I liked it in the first episode. It just took me a while. Like I went, I watched the first episode, and then like I had a bunch of other things I was watching, so I didn't mm. watch anything else. Mm. And then I finally got back to mm, it. Those priorities. Um. And so yeah, I've watched that. Um. And watching Olympics as well. Uh. Oh, I've been going. So after watching Born, I've watched now. Born Identity, Born Supremacy, and then um, I watched the Born Ultimatum. How does it stack
0: up? Do you want to rearrange your? No, I still, I still uh... really
1: enjoyed this. Like you know, it was. I don't remember how I how I ordered them.
0: Order them again, and I'll tell you if you got it right. Okay,
1: I mean, I would say, um, yeah. So I would say that I'll go back and I'll I'll say like, man, I don't know because (laughs) this one was so good. I think the Born Ultimatum top. Okay. The Born um, s- Supremacy. Okay. I
0: think then this one. I think that's exactly. That's the exact order you did last time. And I'm pretty sure. I'm um, pretty sure. Thing.
1: Like it's hard. To, it's hard to place. Of the Born Identity because it started everything off, yeah. but it's a lot slower of a movie. Oh, yeah. Like I enjoy the character building and like the locations and kind of like the way that it it um, it unfolds. But I still, if I'm gonna just pick one up and it's like, hey, I'm gonna watch one. Yeah. It's not gonna be that one probably.
0: I think that's the ultimate tell of like of just me enjoying movies. If I like, if I'm like, oh, if if that like if it's on Netflix and i just pop i'm going to watch it you know or if it's yeah. like on tv and it's on and you'll like, we'll just watch it you yeah. know See, i'm wondering if i put supremacy first which you probably did i think one of you did it was either you or wilkinson that did and i think uh so you might have put supremacy first uh,
1: cuz is the thing to me in my mind those are all classics yeah like there's so many things i love in each one you know like born in identity you've got him running through the the woods at the end, you know, going after Clive Owen, man. and you've got um, that crazy. Forgot Clive
0: Owen, all the stuff man. at the bank,
1: and the stuff with Marie, like convincing her, and he finding out, like this is where he even finds out where who he is, and he's right. an assassin, and all that kind of stuff. And then Born Supremacy, he fights with that guy in that house and blows the whole place up, and <laughs> those guys go flying. You know, Pamela Landy. Oh my um, gosh! The charge on the wrong line,
0: like you don't need this. You know, that, all the all the things. Dude, so good. So good. I know. Good. Um, I, I always just think ultimatum. And I, I think I put this one, I think I would lower this one after a minute because i the, thinking about supremacy now. Supremacy is so good. Yeah. I think it's it's ultimatum supremacy than this one okay. and then the the most recent one. Okay. So, but it's it's close.
1: This is the thing I want to go see the so the, the new one again. I went and saw Suicide Squad again. Yeah, how was that? It was the next night, it's great. You... We're
0: actually going to be discussing a little bit uh, of not Suicide Squad, but like DC movies and critics. Yeah. a little bit later. I enjoyed it just as much the second time. And nice. So, I mean,
1: uh, yeah, go listen to our review. I won't spoil it. Like listen to what we thought about it but I still stand by everything that we said Mm. and um, but it's definitely a like it's a movie you want to see and I want to see again I would watch it again right now yeah it did really well over the weekend too yeah it was it did better it holds the record for the um, the highest box office Release the first weekend um, in August, previously held by Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: I love all the qualifiers now. Whenever whenever anything breaks a record, because it's not coming to like Star Wars like levels or whatever, it's like this is the best, biggest movie on a Tuesday with a full moon. You know, I don't know. It's just this.
1: This will be the like the tell will be whether or not like the second weekend Mm. drops off because that's what happened with Batman and Superman. It like it actually it had crappy reviews and it did pretty well the first weekend, uh, but then it had a huge like a 60% drop off the next week. Yeah, but, I think it broke a record with that drop too. Yeah. But I don't, like honestly, I don't think this will. Like, yeah. you know,
0: I uh, fans love it. Dude, it's definitely, okay, so if I compare it to Batman versus Superman a little bit here, it's definitely more fun yeah. than Batman vs. Superman. So I can't, I can't imagine it dropping off nearly as much as that one did, just based on the pure fun fact.
1: I mean, and I've been seeing just like, we'll talk about this later, but it's a bunch of, Hyperbole on the internet, people being like, "This is the worst I've never like. This is the the worst movie I've ever paid to see, and all this kind of stuff." I'm like, "What are you even talking about, man?" Then do you, then not you probably? I was about to say they probably often? haven't paid to see very many movies, uh, or they just don't go to the the movies that often. Like,
0: <laughs> I mean, like I've paid to see some terrible Hell, yeah. movies, Chris. I mean, sometimes you
1: just go and Woo. you're like, you know, I don't really want to see anything, but I want to like waste you know 2 hours. Yeah. Let's just go to the movies and watch something. Well,
0: I, re- I remember I was on a business trip to uh t- to some some town and the only place like the only thing that was in that town was a movie theater. So mm. like every night I would like I would get get done with work and I would go to a movie and just I saw every movie in that theater. I, I think we talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, I'm sure. And like I saw some terrible movies.
1: Yeah. Terrible movies. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I don't know. Not every movie uh, has to be a an Oscar winner. Right. Or even a nominee for you to enjoy it,
0: or even you know near that, and also Chris. Although, like I love, I love the middle range of movies a lot of times. Like I love, oh yeah, I love that middle range where it's like it's not absolutely terrible, but it's not like you know Oscar, you know that yeah. type of thing, and because like they're just. They're fun. They can they can get away with some things because it doesn't have to always make sense, you know. Yeah. And uh, and so they can do some things that that Oscar winning movies can't really do. And you're just like, okay, I one accept my, this.
1: One of my favorite movies right now is San Andreas. Like, yeah, that came out last year. I would watch that again right now. I got yeah. it on Blu-ray. Yeah. Like should should that should I should I get as much enjoyment out of that movie as I do? No. <laughs> by, by no means. But I I do. But it's exploring I, I like that it.
0: middle range, Chris. I love that yeah, middle range. It's the middle range. The middle, middle range like, of movies this is just, just like, so there's meaty. There's just something
1: about it that just pushes all my buttons and like, all right, cool, I'm in this.
0: You can't eat the decadent cake with the cream and the you know melt-your-face kind of amazingness every day. You have to eat a ham sandwich every once in a while because Ooh. they're delicious. Didn't you just said salad or something? I don't know. I, ha- I don't even like ham that much. I don't you either. know me. Well, I, mean, I, I like, like. Okay, I like ham. I like some ham. So okay, your My ham. ham. <laughs> Holy cow! Your ham. Let's talk about this, Chris. This. So you take a lot of what is it? Brown sugar. Brown sugar. Mm. Slow
1: cook it for about six hours.
0: Oh, that ham is so good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. So I've got a uh, I've got a new. <laughs> a new
1: slow cooker with Dude. a rack in it. Yes. And so what like I'm going to do it this this next time and um it won't be sitting like right on the burner mm. so hopefully it won't get like that kind of like crispy stuff on the outside. Yeah, cuz
0: you can like there's like there's what is it like a uh, there's a small like you know, half inch or so yeah. of like of just kind of like char, char. Yeah. Where it's really sweet and tasty but you can only really you can't really chew it, you know? I mean, you just kind of suck on s- it. <laughs> that sounds disgusting which is really gross um but uh but yeah this will eliminate that that's ama- i'm excited chris yeah i mean I'm I, excited.
1: I i'm all about forward momentum continually iterating
0: <laughs> make your next ham better than your last exactly.
1: ham exactly <laughs> man i this is an entire other conversation but we're 26 I,
0: minutes into this <laughs> podcast
1: i've i fixed some uh it's
0: coming unrailed
1: some chicken well we don't have anything to talk about john <laughs> i'm good with it <laughs> um I fixed some some chicken on the grill this past uh, actually last month. I've had my grill in my house for like the past month. That's
0: right, because you were redoing the deck.
1: Yeah, and, and they came out and did it, and it's still not done. What? Well, they got a this, is, this
0: is a whole ordeal.
1: Um, but anyway, so I have cooked some some um, chicken in your living room with, no, the, with no, the grill. No, 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 don't do Sorry. that, people. Uh, I, I cooked oh, some earlier gosh. this year, and it, like so, what had happened was last time I cooked chicken, it was like. I, it was at uh, WrestleMania mm. and I had cooked it and it was like perfect. And it was like, oh, yeah, this was worked out great. I'm I'm good at this finally. Like, because chicken's one of the hardest things for me to cook because I'm always like worried it's like not done and all that. Yeah. Kind
0: of you don't want to get an underdone chicken, but you also don't want an overdone no. chicken. So there's like a it's, small window. No- Talk about that middle range. There's a small like window. Yeah.
1: And so I got paranoid about what I was cooking. I didn't pay attention and I got it way too hot. Anyway, long story short, I ended up like making this like crunchy, like, terrible chicken with a couple people over, and I was just like, ah, oh, this is the worst. I don't know where that story is going. That was the end of the story.
0: Well, I there mean- There's no moral
1: to it. So- um, But my next chicken will be better, I guess, is the point.
0: Yes, yes. Your next- Your next chicken is always better. Your next Chris chicken should, will, be. should be next, better than your last chicken. Yeah. You know, just all those chickens. Oh, Chris.
1: Later on, we're going to talk a little bit about movie reviews. But first- the
0: News!
1: I only have two things to talk about on the news,
0: John. Oh boy! This <laughs> is a this big one. You're going to filter really, through all those papers? I really, Remember whenever we had enough news, Chris, to have like binders almost of paper? Yeah, like you would come in with like I know. so much news. What is it with 2016 and the fact that there's no
1: news? I don't, I don't know whether it's like everyone's just caught up. Like right now, like in the public discourse... We're talking about either the election or we're talking about the Olympics. You know, this one of the true. two. So it's kind of like... This is true. I don't know. And then, you know, the the games news is not that hot right now. Movie news is all about just, like, random things. The game news... Ghostbusters isn't getting a sequel. I
0: do feel like this, Chris. Um,
1: they've... with they're a uh, the new cast for Ocean's Eleven got announced, but I don't care about that, so I'm not going to talk about it. Chris um we will a uh terrible cast i
0: i do want to announce that i have a list of um of of movies you, that go and, and to i've been announce. starting a list Chris, <laughs> oh yeah sequels that my, don't uh, need to happen yes yeah, sequels that nobody asked for okay you know and it's like somebody obviously asked for them well, but did any of us ask for them like an ocean's 11 reboot y- yeah like an ocean's 11 reboot it's like we, we already had two of those yeah one of them was good yeah that one was not.
1: What's the next one? Bridget Jones' Baby. I yep. saw the other day.
0: Yep, it's. Ugh, I, why,
1: why do we need that?
0: Like again, it's like, no. I I wasn't sitting here going, man. I'm jonesing for another Bridget Jones. <laughs> Gosh, don't John, you, don't you love it? Don't you love my jokes? No. <laughs> I wish you'd not say them. John Wick. It's another
1: one. Wait, no. There's I'm a John, There's a new John Wick coming out. I mean, I'm actually kind of okay There's with. There's another Jack Wick, Reacher. You know, Chris? Jack Reacher is the one. I'm okay with that, though. Okay, let's. I don't know. Some things I'm okay with. Some things I'm not. True. It's, it's really. It's, it's the ones that's like Dumb and Dumber Two. Yeah, yeah, like, or
0: like ones that have been gone for Bridget so Jones long. Bridget Jones' Baby. Yeah, they've been gone for so long. Where it's just like, why Ocean's do you need 11, to this? But with this? a female cast. I mean, it's just like we've already, and again, we've already had like multiples of those. It's I, crazy.
1: Yeah, and it's, well, and it's just like. Are there more stories to tell like that? Chris? No, because I even, even so.
0: the, remember how bad Ocean's Twelve was. Dude, Ocean's 12 was just terrible. And the only reason that Ocean's 13 even happened was because, like, uh, the actors who were in Ocean's 12 were like, we can't end on that piece of trash. What was the best part of
1: uh, Ocean's 11?
0: Ocean's 11? Like, well, the mean, original one? To
1: me, it's the cast.
0: Oh, of course. Well, and it's the cast and how they interact with each other. Exactly. exactly. Like,
1: their interactions. Yes. And, I, like, the new cast, I'm just like, well, we got to talk about it now. All right, so...
0: Chris, I'm sorry. I just... I just, I didn't want to talk about I this, I made John. this a news item. I apologize. Triple X was another one where I was like, okay, oh, yeah, the, the this, little, one is, this one is The cons- return of Xander Cage. ...can steadily, like, can just 100% be on that list. Like, there's no question about whether or not that, that one... Uh, nobody asked for that. Nobody wakes up in the morning and goes, man, you know what I wish I had more of? Triple X. Okay, so here's the cast.
1: Um, Wait, okay. This is an article about the cast and then... Cast isn't... They didn't list them before they wrote about them? They're talking about Ghostbusters now. Oh, man.
0: Let me, uh, Which didn't do well. No, no. Um,
1: oh, my gosh.
0: There's another My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Just wanted to throw that one out there as well. All right. Who's, who's jonesing for that?
1: No one. <laughs> Greeks? I don't know. Kate Blanchett, Sandra Bullock, Mindy Kaling, Anne Hathaway, Rihanna... Helena ba- Bonham Carter and rapper Aquafina. I like Kate Blanchett.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of names I like, and then a lot of, of them just like Why are you
1: here? And sometimes Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. The rest of them I don't like at all.
0: Well, I mean, like, I, that's the thing is, like, I don't know, I, I don't know what what story there pot- potentially could be to, for you I to feel just very cram judgmental all these in this podcast. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Because I don't like Harry Potter, made. I'm not excited about this, Chris. I don't know why you don't. You're not excited for Harry Potter. I'm mean, not Harry fantastic Potter. Fantastic beats. I w- oh, Don, John. John on hang on.
1: Make no mistake. If this was Harry Potter, <laughs> I'd be so excited about it. But it's it's not.
0: I'm I'm excited about it, okay, still, Chris. So it's the, okay to disagree.
1: The news that we're going to talk about first one is very brief. There's a PlayStation event that's been scheduled. Oh man, for September 9th.
0: Oh yeah. So, we talked about uh, months ago at this point the rumored PlayStation Neo. And so, the speculation is that this event uh, is about that, like an announcement for that.
1: I mean, it needs to be, since they didn't talk about it at E3. See, I'm judgmental again.
0: Yes, this is, you're right. You are. (laughs) What date was that, Chris? I don't find it on the cat. I don't see it on the I calendar I thought it was September I thought it was September 9th or 3rd or
1: some multiple of 3
0: I'm trying to fi- I'll find it I'll find it
1: okay, look at the 12th <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're just going by threes at the 15th 18th. <laughs> I can count by threes <laughs> oh, oh yeah man.
1: something like that
0: uh 7th
1: Se- oh <laughs> not even close that. It was a prime number though
0: Not a- oh, Is it 3 a prime number? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh chris that's reaching that's reaching just a little bit was it 11 <laughs> uh, it was the 7th so so on the 7th <laughs> hopefully the speculation is we will find out what the playstation neo is yes yeah. there's some people who are still saying it's still coming out this year i don't know i mean i, that, I think it's coming out this year that seems like that Why would be they the have right time
1: otherwise i don't there's know no reason to
0: yeah i don't know i mean unless there's another vita Coming out?
1: No, that, that's that's <laughs> not happening.
0: <laughs> Which I don't think they would do in a million years. Yeah,
1: so um, we'll find out about that then. I'm ex- I'm excited to find out like finally because we wanted to talk about a 3 and they right. just refused to.
0: Yeah, I mean it was there was a uh, there was these... some interview with uh, with Andrew House that was in like Digital Times or something like that that they uh, that he mentioned it and it was mm-hmm. like he specifically said. We're not going to talk about it at D3. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm bringing it up to tell you we're not talking about it.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about this for a second, Chris. I'm not going to talk about it. Let's
1: talk about this thing that's unconfirmed. <laughs> okay, confirm confirm it, but we're not going to talk about it.
0: Right. That's the weirdest reveal ever. Anyway, so we'll finally hopefully f- find out what this is. It'll you know, maybe light the world on fire. Maybe it won't. We'll see. We'll find out on well, September 7th. So it's you a my, prime number.
1: I'll tell you my biggest... <laughs> new hashtag. Say, my biggest fear is that they'll come out and they'll be like and the playstation vr will run better on neo mm. and i'm gonna be like rats i have to get this stupid mm. thing now
0: mm. well you don't have to get it no but, but, but like, you would because of playstation vr you what would if we want found
1: it? out that the test units that we were like playing at best buy was one of the new neos they we weren't didn't know it. though because we you don't know that sitting right there No, it, john all i have to do is switch out the inside oh, you're right
0: chris you're right. Just because
1: it's a new one doesn't mean it has different insides ah, or a different case.
0: Yeah, because I mean, they did bring it with them. Yeah, um, man. But that I feel like that would have somebody would have cracked one of those open and then figured figured well, out maybe would,
1: not necessarily. You think?
0: No, I don't know. I feel like that could have gotten out.
1: I mean, it could have if it happened. We, that, I'm not speculating.
0: John. It would be unfortunate if that was the case, Um because and I mean honestly, if they're gonna make a, a more powerful box, why? Why wouldn't it run better on that? So, like, I, I mean, I anticipate that being the story.
1: True. Okay. Well, but there's a difference. There's like, does it visually look better? Is there a higher frame rate? Mm. Or are we just saying that it loads slower? You yeah. know, or faster.
0: That's true. That's true. So. Like, what are the the uh, the pros and cons? Exactly. Let's see a pros and cons list here.
1: So anyway, we'll see what that is. Oh, there's another another thing I forgot. So we have three items. Oh, three! Pokemon Go has. We talk about this on a on a weekly right. basis now.
0: Yeah, it's the it's the the new weekly segment. Pokemon Go has Pokemon going <laughs> crazy. Po-
1: that should just be a new
0: segment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, we can be the Pokemon Go guys. <laughs> I like it. Pokemon Go has released a an uh, update. Um, so last week we were talking about how the uh, the the near feature was broken was and they gone. removed it and all that kind of stuff. And so they've put it back in. Right now it still doesn't tell you how far away you are, although they are working on that. Some people in the San Francisco area um, have access to the new near feature and it actually works pretty cool. It, it, like, so... You can see, okay, there's a Pokemon around here that I don't have yet. You can click on it. It zooms out the map, goes like to the, shows you like the Pokestop it's at or like something like that. or it's
0: nearby. Like, if you just yeah. head to that Pokestop, you would encounter it, yeah. Or something like Or it's like around it. I don't think it's
1: between you and the Pokestop or right. anything like that. But um, the theory is that you can just like find the Pokemon that you're missing a little bit better that way, which is awesome. Like, I honestly, I wish that you could just fly around the map right now anyway and kind of like scope out. Where, like, hey, this might look like a good place to go, like, you know, farm some Pokemon at this right. uh, um, this Pokestop, like, or three Pokestops right together or it's something. like, hey,
0: let's go downtown, yeah. you know, That's sort let's of thing.
1: Let's go see what's downtown. Yeah. I mean... I guess that's part of the exploration part, but yeah. I kind of just want to zoom around and fly around the map.
0: Right. Well, and then like the, currently for for people outside of the San Francisco area, it, it is a little bit more responsive. So yeah. if you have something that says it's a sighting and it's like near, like it's close to you or whatever, uh, yeah. it's literally like within your immediate area. You could walk a little ways, and uh, I basically, basically it, it seems like it's one maybe. two, Maybe in between one and two footprints away, like whenever they had the footprint thing,
1: yeah. And it updates a lot faster, which is right. good, like that's that's super handy. Um, so if it
0: disappears, you turn around, walk the other way, it'll come back.
1: They also explained why they got rid of and and um shut down the sites that were uh tracking the Pokemon for you is because it was like stressing out their servers way too much, yeah. And uh, they posted uh, a blog about it um on Niantic's website and like showed the. The web traffic and that like as soon as they got rid of that stuff, like it decreased by like half. And so yeah. it's like, okay, your game number one, it should run better now, right? And but we had to take it out in order to fix that. And so we're, we're fixing it. We're trying to make it better, right? You know,
0: makes sense. All of it makes sense. And again, like I think last week whenever we were talking about, it, we were like, well, this might be all for legitimate reasons, and it seems like it has been. Yeah. But they just weren't talking about it, and so yeah. they have talked about it. Props to them. Yeah. They're talking about. Be- they're communicating better. Yeah. Um. So I'm. I'm enjoying it still. I've. I've captured a few that I didn't have in the last week or so. I caught a I,
1: Pikachu the other day. That's
0: amazing. I
1: was driving. I had just picked up some Taco Bell. Yeah. You shouldn't do this while you drive. But <laughs> I was playing it while I was in the line of Taco Bell, and I pulled. Ah. I, I, <laughs> I just choked on my air.
0: <laughs> I was I, about to say, did you just have some Taco Bell? I like, pulled out of.
1: <laughs> I pulled out of Taco Bell, and yeah. immediately a Pikachu popped up, and I was like, ah! and I like. Just, Got like <laughs> off into the nearest like road and like yep. just pulled over and stopped yep. um, in a parking lot and like sat there. I gave it a raspberry, used a great ball. It jumped out. Used another raspberry. Oh my gosh! Used another great ball. Caught it.
0: Yes. Yeah. Always. That's always a good feeling.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, I, I'm sorry. He batted another one away too. So I'm three great balls.
0: Oh man. But, but that's that not fine. too much. Like, no. Three great balls. That's not a big deal. No, not a big. And big two big. raspberries. Not a great big. Not a great big deal.
1: My final piece of news. Talk about No Man's Sky for a second. So No Man's Sky, Sky, okay. No Man's Sky has been teased for what
0: two years now? Oh, it's been it's been way long, Chris. So
1: uh, it's this procedurally generated universe uh, where you can explore planets. You land on the planet, and if you're the first person there, you're the first person to see that species. You can name species. You can name the planet, and then if somebody else visits, visits it after you. Um, they can see everything, you know, and, and see what you named. See what you named it, see what you named these species and um, so it's just like huge game. Um, you're trying to get to the center of the universe. Some um some people got pre release copies in the past few weeks or like some some um, retailers broke street date and all that kind of stuff, and so people had it ahead of time and um, so they like they, there was all this hubbub about like well it takes only takes thirty hours to get to the center of the universe and yeah. all this other kind of stuff and well the,
0: and then the day one patch like one track, supposedly yeah, like,
1: was just gigantic yeah blew up the whole world and all this yeah. kind of stuff because it wasn't even supposed that wasn't a final version of the game really right. um, so the controversy right now is that this entire time Sean Murray who's the 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 creator of the game and he's the the leader of uh, the studios um, that. What is the name of the studio? Let me see here. Let me pull up his his Twitter, because I'm going to use it here in a second. Um, Oh, gosh. I had it pulled up, and then Twitter reloaded on me. Twitter updated? No, it just, like, reloads sometimes when I go back in. Weird. Maybe if I... uh,
0: Were you having some issues retweeting things earlier as well? I was,
1: and I don't like that either. I should have talked about that! I'll talk about that in a second. (laughs) It's Hello Games. Yeah. And, um... So, uh, game releases, there were two people who were streaming. They, like one person landed on another planet, Mm -hmm. saw that it had been visited already, like right off the bat. And so he contacted the the guy who had named it, because you can see who named it. said, hey, let's meet up on this planet. I want to see. And this entire time, Sean's been saying... You know, whenever asked, you know, will you be able to see yourself in the game? Like, well, you know, you can't see yourself, but you know, someone else could see you, and they can describe what you look like. And then, um, when asked, like, well, there's multiplayer. Well, no, there's no multiplayer, but you know, if people encounter people in each other in the world, then you know, like, they could they could play together, explore together. Basically, is what was described. And so the the players like met up and couldn't see
0: each other. Ah. Frowny face, Chris see th- that's the thing. like I was surprised whenever people were upset about it because I never envisioned this being as a mul- like because because somebody said but know, that's it's, not, it's not it's not a multiplayer game. I didn't anticipate you'd ever see anybody like I just thought you would just see like, oh you know somebody has been here before and has named this, and but like I didn't anticipate being able to see any other real life character um but yeah, I mean that d- it definitely seems like. That would be an expectation that you would have of like, hey, you know, well, you can't party up and like join each other, but because, you know, part of this game is learning how to travel from one place to another so like you can't just party up and immediately get teleported to them or whatever. Like well, that but, would, but, like that would kind of break the game. Is, this is
1: different though. Like, right. I mean, just because like he was described as like you can yeah. get up with each other and explore because yeah, yeah. I mean, that sounds awesome and like yeah. there are people out, out there who are like yeah I'm gonna like we're gonna make a game out of it and we're gonna try to find each other and then we're gonna like explore together. You know like right. that sounds really cool and yeah. it's just like well that's kind of pointless now because even like changes you know they, they would make a hole in the ground. The hole in the ground wouldn't, wouldn't appear in the other person. It wasn't mm. like it was not even like they're in the same instance of the the world, or the same server. Um, Sean kind of addressed it in a roundabout way, in a very non-direct way, and we can just only infer what he actually means. But um, So yesterday, he was tweeting, two players finding each other on a stream in the first day. That has blown my mind. We added a scan for other players in the galactic map to try and encourage this happening. We wanted it to happen. So they want people to find each other. Right. But on the first day, question mark? We want people to be aware that they are in a shared universe. We added online features and some Easter eggs to create cool moments. We hope to see those happening, but too many of you are playing right now more than we could have predicted. Hmm. It is a testament to how amazing our network coders, are. discoveries, are still working at all. For instance, overnight we hit 10 million species discovered in No Man's Sky. That's more than has been discovered on Earth. What is going on? Exclamation point. So I think what he's trying to imply is that, well, there's just too many people on right now for everything to work
0: properly. Mm. Interesting. That is kind of what he's implying, but it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know for a fact, like the scan for other players thing, like that implementation, like what does that mean, though? Are you scanning for other yeah, players? The location.
1: And... It shows your location.
0: No, but I'm just saying, like, does that mean, like, whenever you scan for. Other players, are you going to see everybody no, in the entire a, world? No, just in, in,
1: in your vicinity. Hmm.
0: I mean, because I'm just thinking like, okay, so for ex- instance in Destiny, you can be on Earth in Destiny in the same area as me, but then until we're in a party together, we won't actually see well, each other. Well, that's what I'm it's saying. there's like, different servers. The way, and yeah. The way it's behaving
1: is that, but like it sounds like it's not supposed to behave like that. Right.
0: It's supposed to be one world. Well, it's supposed like to be one. Like, you're near each
1: other. I think the point is like since he's he, like he, the way he was talking about beforehand, go with me here for a second. Let me. Okay. The way he was talking about it beforehand was like it would be rare if you run into another person because the world was so big. Yeah. And so like, but if you did run into someone, it would automatically just like switch you over to their server or whatever. Mm. You know how like um is it Rocket League that says like migrating servers and three, two, one, like puts yeah. you in there or something like that? Like yeah. that that kind of thing would just happen automatically. Mm. There's what I'm thinking in the back of my mind how it would work. Interesting. Um, And make sure you can see each other. Maybe it's just the functionality. Again, I go back to what I was talking about last week whenever I'm saying I don't see how in the world you can put out a game in this day and age where you can test users and do server stress tests and not test out this kind of stuff with huge server loads. You can test that.
0: Right. Well, I mean, and then we've also talked uh, about like with with this game specifically it's been huge we've talked about it like for two and a half years or so at this point probably i mean it's been two three e3 this e3s ago that i remember talking about it specifically and saying hey that looks interesting who knows what it is but it looks interesting um and from that point all the way till now it's been super hyped like i've seen articles you know about like just from from everybody about how this is going to change their lives and stuff. And it's just like, that's in like that. The hype for this game is huge. And so it's, it's crazy to me that they didn't anticipate this many people playing it mm-hmm. at one time. Like that just seems like a weird thing to, to, to fall back on and say, Oh, but there's, you know, there's way more people playing. It's a similar thing. Like I can't let, let Niantic off the hook. Um, and just like, I can't let these guys off the hook for not understanding what, like, how big this game is going to be. Yeah. I mean, um, it's, just,
1: it's just people just don't stress test their stuff. Like, it's right. just like, I don't Not know. Adequately they're anyway. like, oh, we think we're going to get 10 million. And then if they get 20 million, everything freaks out. I'm like, well, you should have right. tested. If you thought you were going to get 10 million, right. you should have tested for 50 million. You know, like, <laughs> right. Anyway, right. Um, so Last game that what's, launched. What's funny uh, is, like, the funniest tweet, I think, from Sean Murray that said, uh, yeah, this was a day ago as well as before the his previous comments that I talked about. Uh, there are way too many people playing right now. Maybe some of you can just log
0: out question mark.
1: <laughs> Decide amongst yourself. please.
0: <laughs> no, I don't think that's going to happen. Nobody, nobody's going to sign out. I know um, you like the
1: game, please stop yeah. playing it.
0: I know. I know you just bought this thing for, you know, 60 bucks that you want to, you want to d- dive into, but please don't. I, it's funny. Um, rocket League last year whenever it launched super successful like I mean and, and it's been rock solid server wise uh, from the from the jump yeah destiny solid yeah I mean like there were some hiccups with the beta on destiny but, yeah, but like that's once beta. they experience the betas for exactly and, and it was one of the most played betas I think of all time and uh, at the time anyway uh, probably been broken since then but like it was crazy uh, getting in at one point in destiny and then they fixed all that for the launch so um, it can be done and should be done. So, especially with these these sub games, it just No Man's Sky strikes me as such an odd game to have um, to have server issues with, you know, because yeah. it's like it's a single player experience. And I guess you are pinging the server and you're on their server, but that's just strange. Anyway,
1: that's the news. All right, we're gonna talk about something else.
0: Something else.
1: We're gonna talk about uh, critical reviews versus audience reception and yeah. what should be happening versus what is happening. Possibly. We'll see. We'll discuss this. Okay. So
0: let's use I'm going to take a completely opposite standing to whatever you say, Chris. And I don't
1: really feel like fighting
0: right no, now. I'm not, I'm not going to do
1: that. <laughs> uh, let's talk about suicide spot for a second. So, yeah. um, largely panned by critics. Again, saw people saying this. They wish they hadn't spent money on it. Like the worst movie they've ever spent money on that kind of thing. Um, has about a 38 right now, or no? Is it about in the 20s now? It's in the remember. 20s. Yeah, on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, but largely, like, uh, fans are having a good time. Actually, loving it had a huge opening weekend. So, I started doing some research, and I went back. I'm like, when did people fall out of love with DC movies? Because it happened at some point. Yeah. And I am making the contention that after the Dark Knight, hmm. people started loving to hate on. DC movies. Interesting. So let's let's look at the the critics' ratings versus the cinema score. Where cinema score is what audiences are rating these movies. All okay. Right? Um, let's look at you know Batman begins with 84, got an A. Um, uh, that's, that's close. Superman returns, seventy-six, got a B. Um, the Dark Knight, 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. A. So like that, okay. Yep. Lines up. Um then we go to Watchmen, sixty-five percent critically B. So that's a pretty big gap. Um, Jonah Hex, twelve percent, got a C plus. I mean, twelve percent. That's so just the, like so. The C awful. plus
0: is uh, so so like the uh, the, F would the be letter. Failing. The letter is what the fans say. Yeah, and then the number is what the critics. Yeah, say. so critics are giving this thing an F.
1: Yeah, and you know, fans give it a C plus. Yeah. Green Lantern, twenty six by Rotten Tomatoes B. Cinema score, not bad. The Dark Knight Rises. A. Uh, Man of Steel, 55%. This is where it gets crazy. Man of Steel, 55% critically. A minus. Batman vs. Superman, 27% critically. Just a B. Suicide Squad, 26%. Just a B plus. Like, yeah. there's a huge gap here, and, like, it's just gone downhill. It's like this big slope that we kind of started tipping They're over. They're just diverging. And yeah, and it's just like, what are we doing, guys? Mm. And so my my point is, like, what is what does a critic's role serve? I mean, I think there's two things, number one. I, yeah. I think that you need to look at, at films critically um, because you need to be able to compare them to other films and obviously, like, you know – Uh, rate them according to some kind of standardized system but at the same time like you're there like you your job exists not to speak into a void but to inform others whether or not they would either like or should go see this movie and it doesn't seem like that second point is being served
0: i also think like to some extent the the hardcore fans could be reacting to the negative score in a way and like be making sure, well, I'm going to make sure that I go in and tell, you know, tell Rotten Tomatoes that I rate this at whatever. Well,
1: it's but th- that's different. So there's a fan score in Rotten Tomatoes cinema score polls like people like audiences. Hmm. So like it's, it's more, um,
0: ah, it's, it's more of a, a, a study thing. It's, yes. it's less, less, um, you can't mess with it.
1: Yeah. It's like, I, I can't go just go spam it. Yeah. You know,
0: Make multiple accounts or anything like that. Like it's it's a like a thing. Yeah, I mean and that's weird, Chris. I agree with you. Where where I think there there are two different types. I I would say of critics of movie critics and of of all art and that sort of thing. There's there's different types of critics, right? There is the the critics and in, in my mind that that will be hardline and they will always say that the summer blockbuster is 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 not good and that the only movies worth watching are the Oscar nominee, like the nominated films, like those types of movies. Like there's a specific kind of higher, higher brow type of movie that there are certain critics that they just that's what they enjoy. That's and so they're going to constantly comparing all of these other movies, the other you know hundred movies or, or more that come out every year and are big to those movies. Yeah, and. Those I would expect this to be the, the result, right? You know, yeah. But then the other type of critic, the one that I, I feel like the vast majority of uh, rating sites and, and podcasts and everything like that falls into is the, the audience where they, they should go watch this movie and then say whether or not they enjoyed it you yeah. know, or like whether or not it was whatever well, I mean, it was, I think you, you know, at- not necessarily comparing it to the Oscar nominated films or whatever, all the, all the way, but it's like, this was an enjoyable two hours.
1: Yeah. I mean, as a viewer, like I want to find someone who like kind of thinks the way I do. So like I tend, you know, as a movie goer, usually like as a, um, as an institution, entertainment weekly kind of jives with the way that I think most of the time. There's a couple of people there that I don't ever agree with. Right. But for the most part, it's like, oh, yeah. you're, they're going to get really close to yeah. what I'm going to think about this. Um, but, you know, like, that's not... I mean, that's one... Yeah. That's one.
0: And that's not necessarily what's one happening place. and they,
1: That's one, you know, review in this whole, like, conglomerate that makes up uh, the, the the average of Rotten Tomatoes. And right. It's just like, there are people just, like, throwing dirt all over Suicide Squad, for instance. It's like, that thing, maybe at the minimum, what,
0: a six? Out of 10? I mean At the at, minimum. At the minimum, yeah. I mean, I, at the minimum I mean again, my my rule of thumb is five is I is I'm five and above is I'm glad I saw it. Five and below is I wish I had never seen this. And so like it if if it gets to that point, like if it gets to a five, like there's no way it was over a five. I'm glad I yeah, saw it. it's like
1: twenty six percent though. That's just right. like, you know, that's just awful. Garbage. Right. right. Never
0: watch it. Right. That's like fast forward to the end, you know. <laughs> Find out if everybody survives and then turn it off. You I know? Do.
1: I also think that there's a, uh, a DC um, bias in terms of like, okay, let's rate DC films harder than, for instance, Marvel. Now let's go through these numbers. Start, yeah. Let's start with Iron Man, with modern Marvel age. Iron Man, 94% gets an A. Uh, this one's a little off. Incredible Hulk gets 67% critically, A minus by the uh, audience. Um, uh, Iron Man 2, 72%. It's an A. Thor, 77 percent B uh, Captain America: First Avenger, 79 gets a minus. The Avengers, 92 gets a plus. Iron Man 3, 79 A. Thor: of The Dark World, 66 A minus. We're just not like we're not seeing anything in the in the 20s and 30s. Right. Um, Captain America: Winter Soldier, there 89 may be like A. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, 91 A.
0: Yeah, they're 10 percent.
1: 75 A. Ant-Man, 80 A. Um, Captain America: Civil War, ninety A. This is the big one, you know. Fantastic Four, nine percent. Oh my <laughs> Like that's gosh. not Marvel, Marvel, but you no. got a C minus, you know. So like, you can see no one, you know, like they were kind of reacted appropriately. Um, Civil War, a uh, ninety. I think I already said that A. So it's just like yeah. they love Marvel movies. But then let's go through I the fo- let's go through the Fox movies, you know, like um, X Men: Days of Future Past, ninety one percent A. Uh, f- Fantastic Four nine, we said that Deadpool eighty four a, X Men Apocalypse forty eight a, so that's a that's a big drop off. Yeah, there's a
0: big there's a big um, difference there, but not as big. Not as big. I mean, big. and, and, and if I'm honest, like with the Marvel movies, like I could agree with both sides of all of those, like where it's like, oh, if it's a 70 something and the critics saw it as a 70 something, but the audiences thought it was like an A minus or something like that. I'm like, oh, I can, yeah, I whatever. can see both perspectives. But on not
1: that. the 26% and then a B plus.
0: Correct. I mean, I mean, it's very, it's very hard. Like the wider that gets, it's harder for me to see the points of view um, that opposes mine. And so like, you know, there's, there's that. I don't know. I, I just like, it seems like if I look at the Marvel movies, right. And if yeah. I think about the way they're presented, um, from Iron Man, right, which was a big, like the, the biggest, like the big catalyst for why we have the MCU the way it is right now. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because they had, even after that, you listed there the Incredible Hulk movie. It was a completely different tone yeah. and it felt like a different movie and then they basically ignored that one right. whenever they went ahead with yeah, this world. Yeah, and that makes this sense. World. And, and, and but makes then the sense. other
1: ones kind of start lining up with right. it. Right.
0: Um, but they took that, that what the critics liked about Iron Man and what the audiences liked, like whenever these things matched up, the the tones mm-hmm. and the you know the, the the presentation, this big flashy kind of presentation and, and fast-paced and, and funny, and they took that and they ran with it. Where they're so like, you're oh,
1: saying that every film is basically the same?
0: I'm saying that you <laughs> could look at all of the Marvel films yeah. and say this fits a very cookie cutter-esque yeah. type of a thing, even down to the Agreed. ones that don't fit the cookie cutter-, cutter thing in some ways, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. It's still as big. It still is flashy. It still has humor. the humor, you know, yeah. and it still has that that thing. So I think just from a presentation standpoint, uh, the fans, there's a there's a cross-section that Marvel has really hit on where it's like the critics like it or like it okay. You know, they're like, yeah. oh, it's a B or it's like uh, it's, it's a B at worst or a C at worst, A at best probably. Yeah. Yeah. And then the audiences think the same thing. You know, they think this is a B or an A, you know, yeah. and it's like, and so they've tapped into where that cross line is and they're shooting for it every time. And whereas DC, we're sitting on top of like, you know, we had the Dark Knight thing, which really worked out for them. And it was the, uh, the movie, the Dark Knight, super huge critical success, mm-hmm. um, largely due to Heath Ledger's performance as the Joker. Well, and
1: Chris Nolan And, oh, the, yeah. and the script, like that movie is almost a perfect movie. It is almost a perfect movie. I mean, there's, there's, there's right. some, there's some like plot holes, but it's just like, there's some minor things. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I it's mean, also
1: Christopher Nolan. Like oh my and, and gosh, this, yeah. I guess this is my point with it. Like those films specifically, the reason they're so successful is because Christopher Nolan was able to execute upon his singular vision for right. it. He and his brother Jonathan, like they were able to like write the script and craft the story that they wanted to tell. They didn't want Robin in this movie, so Robin's not in the movie. You know? Right. Like, but you look at something like Ant-Man. Right. And Edgar Wright has a very singular vision for it, but then once he, he, you know, the studio starts saying, "Well, you have to do this, you have to do this," he's like, "I'm out," you know. Yeah. And we're just not get we're not getting these singular. And it would have probably been better than it, it was, right? Um, but we're not. But they're not willing to take the risk on the singular vision by right. this one filmmaker
0: because again, they're shooting for that. They're shooting for that cross section where it's like, okay, this works with the critics, it works with the public. We're going for that. But like,
1: okay, but look at DC. Like, they're not. They're not. They're they're messing with it all as well. You know, that's why. There's so many characters in Batman versus Superman, yeah, like that well, didn't start out with like that.
0: I think I think in in a lot of ways, like they're trying they're they're in a very reactive position, and it seems like they had they just led with their incredible Hulk. like I mean, it seems like they that is where we're at here, where they led with you know, Man of Steel and then they took they doubled down on the gritty darkness for Batman versus Superman. Thing, I
1: liked Man of Steel though,
0: I know i I liked Man of Steel too. um, but like, if i look at that movie and it's like well it was you know the critics thought it was okay and the audiences thought it was good yeah and they were like okay so let's double down on what the audiences liked on yeah. that and uh, and this gritty darkness and like let's do the op essentially the, the anti Marvel yeah and do that with Batman versus Superman and then it didn't work and well, now not they're kind of well now they were they, they were too far along in the process in Suicide Squad they did some reshoots and so like eventually we're gonna hit this thing where they 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 either hit it or they're gonna say I'm done I, but you I guess know the
1: thing the thing about Suicide Squad though like tonally and all that kind of stuff like that's how, like if we're moving forward let's hit Suicide Squad yeah you know, like in terms of tone and feel and look and all that kind of yeah. Stuff. But um, is it too
0: late though? It's 26% on
1: critics.
0: Is it too late? I feel like it might be too late. That's why I'm saying
1: it shouldn't be too late because each. Film should be judged on its own merits, Agreed. not what came before. And I think that's what's happening with the critics. It's like Agreed. They are judging what came before.
0: Agreed. And I think that's what a lot of like the criticisms that I saw leveled at Suicide Squad was where they're like, I don't know how this matches up with Batman versus no, Superman. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know that it has to. No. You know? Um, and I think about Wonder Woman. I'm very worried about Wonder Woman kind of moving forward. It's the movie that I'm most excited about, like the, the superhero yeah. movie that I'm 100% unequivocally the most excited about. Yeah. And I'm worried about that movie because of. I Feel like they're just gonna like, this.
1: Yeah, they're gonna just take tear the shreds for no reason again. And
0: we'll see. We'll see. And, but, and
1: what that starts becoming is that that starts becoming the narrative, you know, moving right. forward. And you know, I think that, you know there's there's two other things that I think could be happening. Number one, I think that audiences could be you know like the reason that audiences haven't like their re, their critical reception of these hasn't like. Taking a dive, right? As far as the uh, the audience because maybe the audiences are now kind of like, well, we're never gonna get you know the Dark Knight again, but this is good <laughs> enough. You know, like <laughs> we still like it.
0: That's so sad, though, Chris. <laughs> I mean, maybe,
1: but that, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of that would like yeah. maybe because we're saying that the critics scores have taken a dive. Well, yeah. what if the audience scores have risen, like? I mean, I I don't know. That their that expectations they
0: have. are lower going in, and so that the way the scores are a little bit higher. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why like audiences like things, and it a lot of it is just did you enjoy this? Like you walk out of a movie yeah. and somebody goes, "Hey, did you enjoy that?" Yeah, I did. Yeah. And, you know, or, or no, I didn't. And, and so I mean, I don't know. I I think I think we'll see like what happens with Wonder Woman, and I think if that one doesn't do well critically, yeah. I mean, obviously, if these movies are making money, like if they end up if they end up positive with right. Suicide Squad and and positive yeah. in the in the black money wise with Wonder Woman, no matter what the critics say, right. these things are going to be great. But they're not you- <laughs> going to be able to pull in the star power that they have been getting from like you know the casting and things like yeah. that. If they continue to do poorly with critics, because what what person wants to just you know go and do a movie that's going to do terribly with critics? It's like yeah. it turns into Sharknado at some point.
1: Um, well, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, if you like a movie, you just go vote with your feet and go see right. this movie. You know, that's why I didn't mind. I wanted to see it again, but I also like I'll pay to see this movie again the next yeah. night because I'm like I want to support it. Right. Um, I like the, the the one thing I don't like about that's happening with all this is I don't. So like right now we are kind of like you would say we're we we are. Other critics would say, well, we're attacking them. Okay. I
0: don't
1: and, think I'm attacking but anyone. I, I, we're not. But, but like, let me let me. Play this out. So what's happening on the internet right now is people are like, there are lots of people like angry about the critical reception. They're saying like you have like people are rating this too low. But then critics are reacting, critics who can't like hold keep their composure and saying you're dumb. I have a right to my own opinion. They do. blah 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 blah. Uh, they do, but I don't like. I think it's a legitimate point in saying calling out and saying you are starting to judge these DC films too harshly well, and call like you can't just, I mean, that's if you're in the public forum and you're going to put your, your, your review out there as a critic, you have to be willing to take the criticism back yeah, yeah. for people who don't agree with you. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of not happening. There's yeah. kind of this like, well animosity now between critics and fans. And,
0: and part of me feels like that is just that, that is indicative of, of like internet culture and the, the way that, 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 You know, kind of mobs grow up over online, you know, where it's like you have you have mobs of of people going, listen, that's you know, you're an idiot. That's too low. I love this movie. And then the critics are reacting in kind and they shouldn't, you know, because it's just a war of escalation at that point. (laughs) Right. And it's like you need to deescalate situations, you know, if you're in that place where you're like, hey, that's fine. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad. That, I'm glad yeah, that, you okay. spent your money I and enjoyed it's, it's,
1: it. It's that attitude, but they don't have that attitude. They're like, you should hate this just as much as I did.
0: Exactly, and like that's where you get into like where there's there's a especially with 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 reviews and opinion. Like it's all opinion. Like there are there are people who are who I've seen say things like, the Marvel movies are objectively better than the DC movies, and I'm like, I don't think you understand how objectivity and subjectivity works. Right you know because like subjectivity everything in the like whether you liked it or whether you didn't like it is subjective there I mean, are no facts yeah. and there are no like lies
1: here again let's go back to my earlier in this podcast to talk about San Andreas how much i love it okay that's that's yeah. probably that, that movie's probably a a a 7 7 out of 10 at best yeah. okay but i love it there's probably someone yeah. out there whose favorite movie is Green Lantern by Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah. While we're all like rolling our eyes and saying, I cannot believe that this movie got made, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: yeah I mean, but, but that's totally legitimate. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, and, and and like I, while I disagree with that person, it's like that. And then I also like look at it and I say as a fan of like some of these movies like suicide squad like i enjoyed super suicide squad it's a flawed movie there yeah. are things about it that are flawed and so if you 100 percent focus on the flaws and like don't like can't accept those flaws for what they are or get past them sure you're not gonna like the movie i don't right. like that's not gonna be like i'm not gonna change your mind right but on the other hand it's like you you shouldn't and I, react and I, and like I guess that you that, are wrong because it's a bad movie. I guess movie. that's what
1: I also don't like. You know, just like, okay, like, well, you should you should all, anybody who enjoyed this movie, you should change your mind because I hated it so much. And <laughs> yeah. it's just like, that's not it at all. No, no, I no. I mean, no, for no. instance, like, let's use me in this example, okay? I didn't like Captain America, uh, The Winter Soldier as much as yeah. everyone. I give it a 7.5. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people, people were mad are, about are that. There were some people that were mad about that for you. <laughs> but it's like I don't I'm glad they enjoyed it and glad yeah. they liked it. I yeah. just don't like that movie. Yeah. And it's not even that like I don't like it a lot. I just kind of don't like it. Like it was it. like
0: a mediocre for you. Yeah, you just like a meh. Yeah.
1: You know, kind of I'm like <laughs> Yeah. But like I'm not I'm not trying yeah. to convince everyone else well because I didn't like it, you right, shouldn't right, right. like it. You know right. what well, I mean? Right.
0: Like, well, and then and then like on the other hand, I just feel like there is you know things are subjective and it's like if if there's some things that you will enjoy that I will dislike and there's things that I will enjoy that you will dislike i think you know for me like there were things in Suicide Squad where I was just like, "Wow, I can't, I can't believe that." But then it's they like, destroyed our main <laughs> communication satellite. <laughs> How did they know we were here? It's a secret oh, base, man. Yeah, seriously. I just anyway, Those there, aren't spoilers, there, there the are hilarious things in that movie where I'm just like, "I, I." It's hard for me to to get past that and that, that sort of thing, but. There are some really good things in that movie, and you know, recognizing but b- both of these things are not mutually exclusive. Like it doesn't have to be one or the other. It doesn't have to be terrible, and it doesn't have to be the best. You know, it can be. It can stand on its own somewhere in the middle. Chris, mm, yes. bringing this conversation yeah. full circle. Yeah, it can be the middle, and I'm okay with that.
1: That's all I have to say about this. Me too. I'll- I have one thing to say before we go, though. Okay. Well, first, hang on. I will say one more thing about that. We'll see whenever Wonder Woman comes out. Oh my
0: gosh, dude! I hope it if seems- there's that
1: large of a gap again, I'm going to throw a fit.
0: I hope. Bro. I hope that that DC. I hope that that, that it does well. Like I hope that, that Suicide does well, Suicide Squad does well, and then Wonder Woman does well. Because like I don't see if these two movies don't do well. Um, and then justice league kind of comes out and it doesn't do well. Cause I, I don't have super high hopes for justice league, Chris. Yeah. I'm not sitting here with my, you know, thinking justice league is going to be the movie, you know? Um, but if those movies don't do well, I think it's over for the DCU. Uh, like cinematic universe, I don't think they're going to be I I mean, for, what, what, in, until until a couple uh, of years from now. Like they'll thing. they'll hit the reset button in you know five well, to ten years, and they'll try to do it again. But I, I don't think
1: like as long as they're making money, you go back to your previous point. As long as they're making money, true. No, like who? Can, I mean they they'll keep turning them out and trying to get better with each one. True. At this point, like it's just like it's it's sad to me that I don't feel like critics are setting like they're not they're not willing to let DC succeed or even mm. have a decent movie. Mm. This was a decent movie. They're not willing to let them have that.
0: What did? Okay, here, here's a question for you. We talk about Andre, uh, San Andreas. What does San Andreas have on, uh, on my, Rotten Tomatoes? My phone just died.
1: You should, you should oh, look at that.
0: Oh, that's why you put, put it down and weren't, weren't like getting facts off of it anymore. Well, I was
1: about to get more facts, but then <laughs> it, it died, so I just put it down. I'm like, well, I'm done. That's why I had no more to say.
0: <laughs> okay, so, uh, San Andreas has a 48% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, so so it's, like, like, it's, yeah. it's okay.
1: It's okay. Okay. And I'm telling you it's a, what what is, what is what's the cinema score? Look up the cinema see. score for for San Andreas. I'm interested gotta, in this. i I got to look at this now. I wonder if it's uh I I wonder actually if it's a go C, to Rotten Tomatoes here. C or, a, or a B. Well, you look at cinemascore.com. Ah, uh, cinemascore. Okay. The cinema, search for cinemascore San Andreas.
0: Cinema <laughs> score. Okay.
1: I'm interested to see what this is. If it's an A, I'm going to crack up.
0: Okay, let's see. Let's do San Andreas. San like whenever um, they
1: re- pulled me whenever I came out, I would have been like...
0: Well, a minus.
1: All right, well. <laughs> People love The Rock, man. <laughs> <Chris>. <laughs> the Rock's awesome. I'm telling you, I like that movie. I don't know, man. This is just a weird... You're I in think, a weird world, bro.
0: I think more and more this year, especially I've seen the critics and fans go Reverge. like complete opposite directions and not necessarily just with the DC thing, it's been with other things too, where it's like fans will react one way and then critics will react a different way. And it's like I don't know why that is exactly, but it seems like if you're like the critics should be a subsection of the general public, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, unless there's a difference between Who's, like, who's going to these movies mm-hmm. and who is a critic of these movies, mm-hmm. there, there should be almost no difference. You know No, we should ask to speak
1: into this. is Fultron. Mm, we should We should, we should uh, have him talk about maybe he'll have some issues. He may have some issues.: with, with movie critics. Or with Rotten Tomatoes.
0: It's a developing situation, Chris. This is one of those. This is one of those. Those podcast topics that like doesn't have a real answer. So you like do things like only time will only tell. Time will. <laughs> we'll <laughs>
1: see if we keep watching. Like, well, that's that makes sense. Yes, <laughs> it's
0: profound. Like, yes, that. Oh, that was a good ending.
1: <laughs> well, only time will tell, John. Looks like that's it for this week. Yeah, you can find us online at StayInTargetPodcast on Twitter, at ChrisWright250. And JohnWright777. And at Stay in Target Pod. Hey, note for people who are listening to this, um, the volume one of Stranger Things soundtrack is out right now. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, so go listen to that if you're into Stranger Things. Uh, I'm, I can't wait.
0: Who's not into Stranger Things, Chris?
1: I mean, if you're not, you should be.
0: It, and if you don't know what Stranger Things is, go find out.
1: Netflix. Netflix. Please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast service of choice. Leave us a rating. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay on Target.